Good evening. This is Melvin Thornhill. And this is Robin Thornhill. Welcome to Destiny New Image Ministries Podcast. Hi, and good evening. This is Melvin. This is podcast number 52 entitled Your Destiny New Image. Tonight, I just want to share with you your victorious position in Christ Jesus. I want to just review a few things because this is what our ministry is all about, about our new image in Christ Jesus. Our destiny is tied up in the new portrait that we have in Christ Jesus. How we see ourselves is the way we will live our lives. If we see ourselves still in the old relationship with Adam, that's the level we will perform at. But we must see ourselves in the new image, the new image, which is Christ Jesus. And that's what I want to share with you this evening. I want to leave with you some scriptures and some things that will help you to see a little clearer what we are sharing when we talk about destiny, new image. Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for just this opportunity to bless your name because you're worthy. You're worthy of every praise. And so I lift you up this evening. I honor you. I magnify you. I ask that you would speak through my lips and through my mind that I may be able to articulate What needs to be said to those listening on the podcast tonight, that it may be a blessing to them, that it may enlighten them and encourage them and inspire them. These things we ask in Jesus name. Amen. I'm not going to be before you long tonight, but I just wanted to share a few things with you. Uh, In Isaiah, the 46th chapter and the 10th verse, it says that God declares the end from the beginning. Before we were ever born, God declared what our destiny would be. He saw the full picture before we were ever born, that we would be called winners, overcomers and royalty. But why? Because We have changed positions. We have changed from the old image into the new image. What was the old image? The old image is being in Adam, the fallen, marred image that fell in the Garden of Eden. Well, God set forth after Adam sinned in the Garden of Eden to retrieve his image and his relationship back with man. So he sent his son. The Bible says that Jesus was slain before the foundation of the world, which meant that God saw Jesus dying for us and bringing back a relationship, a new image, a new relationship with God. And that is what I want to review with you tonight, that we are victorious because we are in Christ Jesus. And you need to get a new portrait of who you are. No more struggle. No more trying to get right with God. You have sweatless victory because now we are in Christ Jesus who was victorious and his victory is our victory. 
So let's review. In the New Testament, you see the phrase in Christ, in him, in whom, which all refer to Christ over 120 times. You never see that in the Old Testament, only in the New Testament, because we have entered into a relationship with Christ. And I'm going to share with you a few scriptures this evening that shows you exactly that new relationship that we have with him and that we need to identify with our new identity in Christ by how we speak, by how we think, and how we act. If you turn with me now to Romans 8, 29 and 30, we'll begin there. I'll go ahead and read. You can pick up with me in your uh, Bible. So it says in verse 29, for or because whom he did foreknow, he also did predestinate to be conformed into the image of his son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. I want to stop right there because this scripture is the foundation of Destiny New Image Ministry. We're looking through the mind of God before we were ever born, before we ever came into existence, a twinkle in our parents' eyes. God saw us. He saw us and he predestined those that would accept Jesus Christ would be transformed into the image of his son, a new image, a new transformation in your spirit. The old man has been removed and a new spirit has been placed in you, which is called the new image is a picture of Jesus Christ. And you must see that new image in you because Jesus said that moreover in this passage of scripture, verse 30, it says, moreover, whom he did predestinate, them he also called and whom he called, them he also justified and whom he justified, them he also glorified. In the mind of God, he already sees us in our glorified position already seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Ephesians talks about that in the second chapter of Ephesians. We are seated with Christ in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, which means we are already victorious. We are already winners. We are already overcomers. We're not striving, trying to grasp for victory. We already have victory. We are positionally placed in Christ as being victorious. But not only that, it says we are victorious in everything that we do. We're overcomers. Yes, we are. So now I want to backtrack a little bit and go to another passage of scripture to see how this actually took place. How we went from one position in Adam to our victorious position in Christ Jesus. So if you would turn to me, turn down with me, I'm sorry, to Romans, the sixth chapter, the third through the sixth verse. It says, know ye not 
as that is so many of us as were baptized into Jesus Christ were baptized into his death. Therefore, we were buried with him by baptism into his death, that like as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in newness of life. For if we have been planted together in the likeness of his death, we shall be also in the likeness of his resurrection, knowing this, that our old man, Adam, is crucified with him, that the body of Adam or the sin nature might be destroyed, that henceforth we should not serve that old sin nature or that old man. So in this passage of scripture, I'll say it very briefly. It won't be before you long tonight, but just want to make a few points. And under this particular passage of scripture, this is representative of, of baptism, which we normally say water baptism. But in actuality, this is a spiritual baptism that the Holy Spirit does through us. We are united with Christ and made one with him through a spiritual baptism in the spirit. We are one spirit with Christ. Now, if you'll turn with me also to James, the first chapter and the 23rd verse, the book of James, very quickly here, we'll get to it. And the 23rd verse. Now, Herein lies where we need to understand that positionally in Christ and legally, we are winners in Christ. But we have a situation here. We still have our flesh and we have our soul to contend with. So we have to understand some things that will prevent us from being all that God says we already are. So let's review real quickly here in James. It says in James 1, 23, for and if any man be a hearer of the word and not a doer of the word, he is like unto a man beholding his natural face in a glass. For he beholdeth himself and goeth his way and straightway forgetteth what manner of man he was. But whosoever looketh into the perfect law of liberty and continueth therein, he being not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work, this man shall be blessed in his deed. So this perfect law of liberty, this is the word of God. And my friend, the word of God is a reflection of who we are. We are a mirror image of everything that the word says we are, we have, and we can do. We can do everything that the word says we can do. We have everything that the word says we have. And we are what the word says we are. So we are a mirror image of what is exactly in the word. We're victorious because Christ is victorious. As he is, so are we in this world. He that is joined to the Lord, I've mentioned this before, is one spirit now. We are an exact duplicate of who he is because all that he is, we are now. He became poor so that we may become rich in every area of our life through him. 
He gave us all of his assets and took all of our liabilities on the cross and paid the price for us. Now we must look in the mirror of the word of God and identify with our new identity and not walk away from that mirror and be a forgetful person of who we are in the mirror. Don't go back living the same lifestyle of who you are struggling with through your soul and your flesh. So we'll go to Romans now. Romans, the 12th chapter, because this is where we have to make the transition. The Bible says that we need to be transformed by the renewing of our minds to be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your minds. But how do you renew your minds? Now, we can get a measure of success by memorizing scripture, by doing different things that will encourage and enhance our developmental growth in Christ. But we have to understand exactly how the mind works in order for us to change the mind, to be able to victoriously be in our position and live in our position in Christ Jesus. Because the mind is like a rubber band. It's going to bounce back. I can be inspired today by a sermon at a church in a service. And then next week, that inspiration is gone because it never changed you. It just inspired you. It's just like anything else. You can go to a motivational teaching of any motivational teacher in the country. And they can inspire you to change and to be the best you can be. But unless they give you tools to show you how the mind works and your belief system, your belief system will pull you right back to the way you used to be and line up with your old unredeemed flesh where you will have struggles throughout your Christian walk. So unless you understand the new identity, our new position in Christ, and then apply new principles of how to renew your mind. And one day I'm going to share with you again, or you can check out podcast number 48, where I talked about how to renew your mind. That'd be helpful. I can't go over tonight, but let me leave this final scripture with you. That's in James 121. And it says that James 121 talks about the word being engrafted, engrafted in our spirits and it's able to save your soul. Our soul is comprised of our mind, our will, our intellect, our emotions and our imaginations. All of that comprises your soul. And the Bible says, receive the word of God the engrafted word of God, which is able to transform your soul. That way you can dictate to your body what it must do. But unless you change your soul first, your body will continue to dictate to you the old belief system that you already have in your soul. So that's what we have to do. Now, now let's just think about this word for a moment, engraft. When we think about that in reference to medical terms, when you engraft skin somewhere else on your body 
or you engraft uh, something into your body, well, it has a tendency to want to be uh, re- it will reject itself from that from that area. So you 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 have to you have to do something to make it stay, to make it adhere to the new place that you're placing it. And that's the way the word of God is. You can't do it just once. You can't do it. You must build up a repetition, a regimen, a system of tools that you can use that will help you. Get a new belief system that will eradicate the old way of thinking from the old man that was in Adam. So I, 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 I can go on and on this evening, but I won't do that because it's a lot that I would like to share. But let me just leave this with you. Leave this one thing with you. We are royalty. We are winners. We are overcomers. We are more than conquerors. And that is our position in Christ. And that's the way we need to think. That's the way we need to talk. And that's the way we need to act. I don't care if you don't have a dime in your pocket. You tell, make your confession and say, I am the rich in the Lord. I am an overcomer. I am more than a conqueror. I am on top. I am the head, never beneath. You must talk to yourself and encourage yourself of your royal position in Christ Jesus. Thank you for joining me for these last 52 weeks podcast that we've gone through. And man, it's been a blessing and I really enjoyed it. And I appreciate everyone that has come on and been a part of this and have, have, um, have uh, uh, enjoyed us. And I just thank you and I thank God for you. And I uh, just want to say you're blessed and be blessed. We can't end the podcast tonight without giving those of you who do not know the Lord as your personal Lord and Savior an opportunity to get to know Jesus, to get to know the Father as truly our Father. So Melvin will lead you at this point in a word of prayer. I just share with you, if you do not know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, Please simply pray the following prayer in faith, and Jesus will be your Lord. Heavenly Father, I come to you in the name of Jesus. Your word says, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. I am calling on you. I pray and ask Jesus to come into my heart and be Lord over my life, according to Romans 10, 9, and 10, that if I shall confess with my mouth the Lord Jesus and shall believe in my heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. I do that now. I confess that Jesus is Lord, and I believe in my heart that God raised him from the dead. I am now reborn. I am a Christian, a child of Almighty God. Hallelujah. I am saved. You also said in your word, if you then being evil know how to give good gifts unto your children, how much more? 
shall your heavenly Father give you the Holy Spirit to them that ask him. And Luke eleven thirteen, I'm also asking you to fill me with the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, rise up within me as I praise God. I fully expect to speak with other tongues as you give me the utterance. In Jesus' name, amen. Your destiny is too important to give up.